This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. And yes, we are right in the middle of Restaurant Week, and I have to tell you, it's been really awesome. A lot of people are coming and enjoying. We have 180 restaurants participating. We have lunch. We have dinner. Go to SanDiegoRestaurantWeek.com for more information and make your reservation now. It will be fun. And life is delicious. SD, serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. Welcome to the Dine Local SD podcast number 26. I am your host, Kelly Orange. Today on the show, I have Sume Yu, a restaurateur, author, TV star, opened up one of San Diego's first authentic Thai restaurants, Saffron Thai, 30 years ago. It has since become a local favorite featuring adorable Adorable. It is adorable. Affordable <laughs> Thai cuisine based on Sumei's philosophy of food for the mind, body, and soul. And I have David Contreras Curiel from Karina's Mexican Seafood. Um, September 16th, 1981 is the opening day in Spring Valley. The late Don Arnolfo Contreras and his wife Maria Inez Curiel opened the first of many Karina's restaurants named in honor of their daughter. They have five locations and they have come to be known for its Baja-inspired seafood offerings, festive cocktails, and its staff of Karina Grills. The growing hospitality firm is overseen by Arnolfo and Maria Inez's sons, David and Arnolfo, as well as their sisters, nieces, and nephews. So a true family affair. Welcome, you guys. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. I think today um, I really want to talk to you guys about the history of both of your companies and um, how you came to partner um, in Saffron. And uh, kind of see where where you're going to be going in the future as well. So maybe uh, Sume, you can tell me a little bit or tell us a little bit about um, how you got into the restaurant business. I think it was um, I lost my mind <laughs> 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 because I was with um, a man who owned uh, that block on India Street, and there's this little tiny hole in the wall place. And he was trying to lease it to some pizza joint people. And last minute, they pulled out. And I had just finished doing my um, work with the Southeast Asian refugees. I had a nonprofit um, organization helping the women, especially to get resettled in the United States. And so I thought, you know, I've been cooking a lot to try to raise money. I could do this. Um, and I could just make it really small so that if one person walked in, the place looked really full. <laughs> so, so I thought, well, you know, I'll sell chicken and just have really small, simple menu. And I had a very good friend. He's now gone. That's George Perrette Munger. And so I talked to George. I said, George, what do you think of me opening up a restaurant? He said, you are crazy. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. You're going to regret it. Well, I did. And so I started out with that little tiny place that is now today Karina's um uh, ceviches and more. Ceviche, right, right. That's where I started. It had this huge machine in there that cooked the chicken. Which so, we still have. Yes, you still have. And when it gets really hot, I mean, you feel like you're in an oven in there. <laughs> and uh, and then eventually I moved on to the, the other um, the other space that is now the official Saffron space. So I started by not really knowing too much about restaurant business. I just thought that I could make it a success. And then 
there wasn't really any other Thai restaurants in San Diego. There was one that opened almost the same week I did. I think called Saffron something or other. It's on in Pacific Beach, but it was owned by a Chinese person who knew nothing about Thai food. So I felt somewhat responsible to want to do something that is as close as possible to the food that I grew up with, you know. And so um, one thing after another, um, it's been 31 years when David and his brother um, generously came in and gave me a chance to go to India by taking <laughs> over s a f f r o n So thank you very much, David. Thank you. <laughs> um, so David, you're you have you grown up in basically in a restaurant family? Yes, I was uh, around two years old when my parents opened their first restaurant thirty uh, six years ago. <laughs> yeah, thirty eight or. <laughs> Are, are, you, are you trying to tell us how old you are? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, don't know how to guess. Thirty-eight um, plus two, uh, or thirty-seven <laughs> plus two. Okay, all right. Okay. Give or take one. Um, but anyway, we. Uh, I grew up in the restaurant business. My parents started Karina's thirty-six years ago. We just celebrated our anniversary oh, yeah, uh, with a, a huge party. Ago, right? Yeah, thirty-six yeah. cent uh, coronitas all day long. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's how that's how old I was when my parents started, and um, my brother and I and my si- siblings have uh, always worked at the restaurant since we were kids, growing up. So uh, the restaurant business is something that that we learned uh, from a small small age. Right. So you're <laughs> you grew up straight. I'm sure in the restaurants working. I'm sure from a very young age and just. You know, seeing what was going on. Yeah. Uh, was there ever a time when you thought you didn't want to continue doing that, or has it always just been you knew that it was something that you were? Yeah, it's something that it's ingrained in our life mm-hmm. since an early early age that it's just what we know, what we learn from our parents, and we love it. You know, like the restaurant business is very unique. It's not for everybody, and it's definitely a lot of work, but. Um, When you know nothing else, it's it's easy. <laughs> right. Uh, it's very challenging, like any job, but uh, you really have to have the passion for it uh, because it's it is a twenty four hour a day job. You know, it's not like any other job that you right. go from eight to five and you're done, and you're still working when you're on vacation, and it's it's a lifestyle. So you, if you If you got the personality and the passion for it, or you will be just fine. Right. So you, <laughs> you, every restaurateur I've talked to, you know, they're they're in the restaurants on every holiday when everyone else is celebrating. They're worrying about what's going on with their, you know, their restaurant and making sure that their customers are happy. And yes. And it's a constant, <laughs> you know, it's a constant, it's constant work. You know, it's it is. It's a very, yeah. it's a very hard business to be yeah. in. But yeah. if you have, you have to have that yeah. passion for it. It's even in your dream. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like a nightmare. Can't run away from it. Right? The chickens didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, you have to be ready to take any position in the job uh, because it's there's always something going on. We work with pers- different personalities, and everybody has a life, and everybody has issues, and everybody sometimes they're happy, sometimes they're sad, mm-hmm. sometimes they're upset, mm-hmm. and it's you have to just calm them down and hey, it's gonna be better. Just Uh, six more hours, and then you can go home. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's definitely 
it's challenging, but also uh, rewarding, you know, to take care of so many people and um, just feed so many people and uh, have them go home with a smile. Yeah. That's right, what that we like. Comfort, yeah. <laughs> so, Sime, you've done a lot of different things having to do with the food world in, yes. and in San Diego. Yes. Um, Savor San Diego. Yes. Was created in 2012, and you're, yes. are you on your fourth season? Yes. Are you continuing to do that, or are no, you doing, no? No, no, so, no. We're not going to uh, do it after this season, simply because I'm not going to be here that much. So to raise the money uh, is the most complicated part of doing the mm -hmm. show. I love doing the show aspect of it, but to go out and you know raise the money to put together you know enough funds to do this is the most complicated one, and I'm not here long enough to do that. So right. So all the past all the past seasons though, are available on KPBS. Yes, I think so. Yes, I think so. Yeah. So I think yeah. people should go there because there's yeah. so you know so many. You really highlighted a lot of the great vendors um, and collaborators in, yeah. in San Diego and um, places that people can go and visit and, and products they can yeah, purchase. Yeah, um, yeah. It's really interesting kind of behind the scenes of things that go on yeah, so that yeah. you, many of you out there, I'm sure wouldn't, um, would be really interested in. Well, yeah. you know, because I think about. that a lot of people who live in this, in this city or in this county really sell San Diego short. They always said, you know, we don't have anything. We got to go to LA. We got to go to San Francisco. We got to go to New York, Chicago to find or eat wonderful food, which is really not true because San Diego has so many specialists that is connected to food, and specialty produce is one of them. And actually, this is one of my idea of why we want to start the show in the first place is to say to people, you don't know. You just have to go out there and explore, and I'll take you along. If you really love food, and you you need to only not just love food, but appreciate the people behind it from the very beginning that make this possible, you know, because we, both David and I, I think that we appreciate the fact that ingredients, before you do anything to it at all, is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. We need to buy the best of ingredients. We have to get the right spices and the herbs. And then the rest of it, you know, if you have the right ingredient, you're almost 50% there. And so if you don't have it, you can't create anything that is any good. Right. And so subsequently, you know, to explain to people how important this is. And so a place like Specialty Produce and all the other people on the show make it possible for restaurants and for family who really want to eat well and eat delicious food to have this kind of um, resources for them. And that's what Save San Diego is all about. Right. You've always been very open to sharing all that kind of information with, you know, and writing the books you write. You, you really want people to, to um, share, the, share the, what you understand and what you know. And so it's yeah. like really, it's great to learn that kind of stuff from you. You know, yeah. it opens my eyes to a lot of things. Um, I feel like also, like, Sumed, that you mentioned the ingredients and everything like that. I think that's why... We were, uh, since we met, we had the same ideals, and I think we, that's why we mm -hmm. have done so, working together well, so in, well. came in. You came in to eat because you want to eat healthy, which is yeah. really kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, he did came in, and he said, you know, I need something healthy. And my mother ate here whenever she felt like she wanted to eat something healthy. And that is like the best compliment, you know, mm -hmm. because there's many, many Thai restaurants in town, and everybody have their own signature. But my signature has always been that I wanted to serve 
very good food and very expensive, inexpensive food for the, so people can afford to eat really, really good food. And so with David coming in, you know, before we were even, I was thinking about selling saffron. He came in because he was tired. He wants something healthy, something light to eat. And, you know, we have a very mutual friend, you know, Lorena, and she's like my daughter. You know, I've known her for a long, long time. And she's really was instrumental in bringing both of us together. And uh, so I pray, I pay tribute to her because she, she is, she's the one who kind of made all this thing possible for both of us. Yeah. But, but with the ingredients, I know that you gave a lot of, um, you know, um, thought to it. Because when I spoke with your brother, even, you know, to buy the fish, to buy the shrimp, because this is the background of your food from the other restaurant. Yes. You know, you just don't buy something from nowhere. You know, mm -hmm. you check where it came from, where it was grown, where it's caught, and all that sort of thing, because it is important nowadays. I mean, yeah. we have to be very, very cautious about what we put into our body because we don't know where it came from anymore, and that's that's really important to both of us. And so, yeah. in some manner, you know, they are the perfect match for me because they care about the same issues. And even though you know, David said, "I don't know anything about Thai food," I said, "Don't worry about it. You know, it's going to be fine." <laughs> yeah. No, it is. Yeah, I was so I was going to ask what was the impetus of of you selling the restaurant, but I want to hear more about what Karina's is as a restaurant um and what the maybe the differences between the different restaurants as well. So as far as Karina's, we um we're a Mexican seafood restaurant. We uh specialize in in Baja cuisine. Uh and we serve anything from lobster, ceviches, shrimp dishes uh tacos so we have a very extensive menu and that was one of that's been one of our philosophies to serve the very best products uh, and cook it in a healthy way where people can actually feel light after eating our food mm -hmm. and obviously uh, people want to eat, they're going to eat how they want to eat you know so we have different <laughs> options for uh, for everybody but we feel like the ingredients is the number one uh, key uh, to keep our customers uh, healthy like you said, um, and we paid the top prices for for our products, but we're in this restaurant for for the long haul. So we we really we're not looking to buy things at a discount or right. You want to like take care of your customers <laughs> so they come back, right? Yeah. And exactly. are in a great state to eat mm -hmm. and, and feel good when they leave, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so so when when so you'd been going to Saffron. Yes, for many years, <laughs> and uh, I would see Sume always uh, being so running nice around. with everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, she was always So she around. knew who I was. I definitely knew who who she was, but she didn't really know that I was Lorena's uh, friend. And then from there, one day we, I introduced myself to you. Mm, right. And even before then, you know, I never thought of, I, I thought of what to do of Saffron because, you know, I've been in the business for, 30, 30 years, and I'm, you know, I'm 72, so it's been a long, long time. And although I love the creative aspect of having a restaurant and be able to be responsible of feeding healthy and good food and introducing um, the culture 
behind the food to the people. You know, just like you guys are doing here. We're not just, you're not selling just vegetables and fruit. You're selling the story behind the vegetables and fruit. And I feel that way too about saffron, that there's more to it than just selling, you know, roasted chicken. It, it has to do with why we roasted it a certain way. And this is the way it came from in Thailand. And Thailand is such and such and such. So there's a story behind everything that I created for the restaurant. And so that aspect of the restaurant was very, very good for me because it was like it was my instrument of being able to speak to the people, not just feeding them, but also to teach them, you know, mm-hmm. about something about food. Like um, when we introduced the, the healthy fried, you know, brain food. I mean, I came up with this crazy name for the dishes, and Lorena said, oh, my God. And my daughter said the same thing. I came up with a dish <laughs> called, uh, what's it, Neuro... Neurotransmitter sparkler. She said, no, you can't put that in there. <laughs> I said, I'm going to do it. But because what it is, is, is that the name stay with you. And next time you eat like a plate of kale, you know why. You know, and when you eat sweet potato, you know why. You eat turmeric, you know why. So that part was really a lot of fun for me. But then, you know, I have other interests in life that is pulling me because my time, you know, time is we have the same amount of time, 24 hours a day. And we sleep, hopefully, about eight hours. So that leaves us not a lot of time to do what we think we want to do with it. And I'm being beckoned to do something else with my time. You know, it's not abandoning the ship. People say, oh, no, you're just tired. No, I was looking for a steward to look after saffron. I didn't want just to sell it to anybody because... I could probably do that, but I wasn't interested doing that. It's very personal. The restaurant oh, yeah. is very personal I, to I, you. I wanted mm-hmm. somebody who can say, yes, this is something we would like to do, and we will help you keep your legacy. And both David and his brother, Chufo, said, you know, not to worry. We will take good care of your restaurant. And that means so much more to me. And I think I'm probably the most lucky woman in San Diego because you see David and his brother and his family not only bought saffron but they are my dearest friends Hmm. you know when I came back from India I have a collapsed ceiling and guess who fixed my collapsed ceiling (laughs) them I mean the people who bought saffron they're fixing my house (laughs) and when I said that to my friends they said what people who bought saffron is fixing your house I said yeah Shufo came to my house and let me look at your ceiling. I said, no, I'll find somebody. But he came and touched the ceiling. The whole thing came out. And he said, no, don't worry, Sime. We'll fix it. Yep. It's more <laughs> to it than just buying saffron. It's like I've gained um, more than a friend. I think I gained an extended family yeah. who's looking after the place. So when people say, oh, no, you're not there anymore. It's not going to be the same. And I'm saying to the people out there, no, it is the same. My presence might not be there, but they're carrying on the legacy by cooking the food the way it's supposed to be. And, you know, and they're doing it with great honor and with great integrity. And I think that's because they know that that's what it takes to run a really good business, you know. So Thank you for that, Samir. We feel the same way uh, with you. We care for you a lot and we love you. <laughs> and we're very happy that we met you and that I know. you became part of our family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah of course, we have your back. <laughs> when you're not, for long, not for long. Not for long. Taking off. <laughs> yeah, so it, it afforded you this 
you know, you, you gained so much and it also afforded, you gained, you gained so much time as well to, to be sure that, you know, your legacy is safe and that you can come back whenever you need to. And then mm-hmm. you can go do what you've been beckoned to do, mm-hmm. which I want to talk about as well. <laughs> well, you know, both David and I, I think we had the similar um, venture in the sense that he has to get away occasionally. Yeah. You know, and people say, oh, you have to get away because you got, want to get out of here. Well, partially that's true. But I think that traveling to go someplace, not only rest your mind, but give you a new idea. Yeah. And you could look if there's a problem that needs to be fixed with a different fresh eyes, you know, and yes. you could fix it better. So he would go away, you know, to kind of disappear for a while and then come back and then take care of business or take care of his, you know, affairs at the restaurant. I was doing that with Thailand and Southeast Asia and sometimes in Europe, but mostly in Southeast Asia because I think the connection between seeing the reality back there to bring it back with an idea to improve your business is so very important. So in that sense, we have the similar notion of not just going on vacation. I don't think we ever go on vacation. We go away thinking that we go on vacation, but we end up doing Research, you know, and rest it. Yeah, right. That's what we call it, research. (laughs) I mean, people can't call you up in the middle of the night and say, hey, the toilet broke. You know, I said, okay, forget it. That's the excuse I give my brother, too. I'm going to go do some research. I'll be back in two months. (laughs) No, but it is is true that you come back with fresh eyes and with so many more ideas, new ideas, and uh, it's it's for the best. You know, we have to get away sometimes and just... Uh, regroup and um, see what's what other people are doing out there in the world. And s- sometimes we're doing some things better, other sometimes not so much. Mm-hmm. And it's also a matter of trusting your employees, right? Mm-hmm. Because, yes. you know, you're not there to see them. And if they do good while you're gone, then you know that, you know, the restaurant is in a good hand, right? But if you're there all the time on top of them, you know, like a mother hen, picking, 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 they'll never grow up. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And that's something that, you know, Bob, who's the owner of Specialty Produce, who Sumay's had a very, like, very, very long (laughs) relationship (laughs) with. um, And he, you know, like, he works every day. And it's the same. When you have a passion about something, you're not going on vacation. You're, you're, You're directing your energy in a way to allow you to open up to new things and new ways to run your business, leaving your employees, trusting your employees to make sure that they can make decisions while you're gone, but also coming back with like a clear mind when you're not bogged down by the day-to-day things and can view different ways of life, different um, new ideas that come in and allow that to come in rather than being just stuck by what you're, you know, like the little things, the things that you have to take care of because they're right in front of you at the moment. Yes. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> Perfect. You summed it up perfectly. Yeah. I mean, I think you have to get away. It's just So when are you going to go on your yeah. research? <laughs> I know. Now I'm like, where am I going? <laughs> I hope my brother's listening. <laughs> I'll be gone for a month. That's <laughs> oh, hilarious. Yeah. So um, when I heard that Karina's was taking over uh, Saffron, I was like, wow, that's interesting you know, combination of, of two different really types of food. And so um, when, and we, you know, so close is right here, <laughs> right yeah. up the street from us here at Specialty Produce. So um, it's in, it's a, a major lunch spot for us. 
And so, you know, not not being sure when sometimes when things change over hands, you're not sure how it's going to go. But seeing that smooth transition and and the care that was taken with it and the care that's been taken with the, you know, all the menus and and everything has been really great to see. And it's um, it's really fun to go there. You know, it's yeah. just like it's like it feels a little bit like a new place, but at the same time, it feels right. still feels like that yeah. right. that place that you've always you know that I've gone for the past ten years. Yeah, you know, it's right, just right, like right. you go in there and you're really you know I'm like okay, I'm gonna have that same you know that same experience. Yeah, um, that's and we want that was one of the things that we when before we changed anything, we looked for ideas of what we were gonna do with the remodel, so people still felt they were going to Saffron. And we knew that the essence of Saffron was staying because it's in the kitchen and it's mm-hmm. we weren't going to change anything with that. We just felt like it needed a new new look, uh, freshen up. And we freshened it up by changing almost everything there, like bathrooms, flooring, walls, ceilings. Construction is a lot of work <laughs> and it takes, yeah. you know, it's uh, it's it's a lot, a lot, a lot of work. And it, that's what we did. It We went in and. We were working day and night for almost eight months. We would work at night so we wouldn't have to close. Uh, and it was a very, very difficult task, but we knew that the result was going to be great and everybody loves it. At first, people were scared. Oh, what are you guys going to do? And, <laughs> right. Yeah. Because it's a, like a home base for so many people. Yeah. yeah. And now everybody's like, oh, my God, like they come up to us. At the first, people were a little hesitant to yeah. come and talk to us because they're like, what are they going to do? They saw us as the outsiders coming in mm-hmm. and little did they know that you'd been going there for so yeah, long <laughs> exactly and now they they come up and they say wow they tell us the stories like i was really fearful that you guys were going to change for the bad but it's been so great we love it we come now we come more because now you have ceviches next door and what you guys have done next door is like great and that's what we wanted to do create a fun uh, environment for everybody and give not just saffron, but that whole area, like a new, fresh look with our, with our brands. Right. So how is how is Karina's doing over there? It's doing really well, right. and we're very happy with that. We've been there for a little over six months, mm-hmm. and uh, the results have been great. People have been very happy that we're there, which makes us happy, um, and it's been been a great thing. Yeah, yeah, I could see how that people could you know have that little bit mm-hmm. of hesitancy yeah. about. You know, like and and how I'm yeah. I'm sure you guys had like a little tinge of fear in there a little bit, you know, but yeah, makes you want to really. Well, you know, do they're such not me. Job. They don't have the same pace as me. They mm-hmm. didn't have the the idea of how I got started in the first place. And it's like sending your kids to college, you know, and the kids gonna read study philosophy, you know, and he's she's gonna come back talking about Plato, you know. <laughs> if, if the mama don't know anything about doesn't know anything about Plato, that's fine. But the fact of the matter is the child is still, you know, connecting to me. And you have to allow that creativity as long as the signature of what the restaurant is all about anyway, because that's where the base is. And they're talking about change. I said, go for it because it's yours now and you have to make it somewhere your own. Yep. And that the changes is good as long as the, fo- the food stays constant and that the taste is the same. You know, and people will remember if they come back and they say something, you know, oh, this peanut sauce is not the same. Then, you know, we check it. And, you know, Lorena has my email. I mean, I could sit in India and I'll get an email <laughs> and say, peanut sauce not the same. Well, I'm not there to taste it. How do you do it? You know, and so I'm there to kind of 
hold hands when it's necessary. But this is their responsibility now. <laughs> and they've done it Thanks. for over a year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but they've done it over a year and they've done really, really well. Because Angela, my daughter, who lives in New York, when she landed here in July, the first thing she said, Mommy, I want to go and eat saffron. I said, I don't think you're going to be ready for that place. It looks really different. No, I was afraid she'll get really upset. Right. Because she, that's her childhood. Yes, too. exactly. Yeah. I said, you know, it looks really different. Don't get upset if you're going to go there. She said, I don't mind. I want to see it and I want to eat the food. So I took her there. And of course, it looked different. And she said, oh, my God, wow, this doesn't look the same. I said, well, give it a chance. Go in and eat. <laughs> and she did. And she said, oh, mommy, you did exactly the right thing. This is the right people. Yay. This is wonderful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she said, this is so great. This is wonderful. <laughs> you did exactly the right thing. And I'm so proud of you. So, you know, yeah. so the appearance may be one thing. But, you know, this is not Sume Saffron. This, is, this was, but this is not an extension of a new family. This is our saffron now. Yeah. Together. The look, the look is different. Oh, I need a Mexican name then. <laughs> We're going to call you Sue Maria. Oh, I that's how I'm going to be Sue. <laughs> no, no, we think, think something else. I have a new name in Tibetan. Not Sue Maria, but yeah, I don't know. This is not. Anyway. So how much? Um, I didn't like it. How much do you still have within the restaurant? Do you still work with the recipes? Do you still make oh, yes. sure? I, I've been back now three months, mm -hmm. and we created, I think, five new recipes. And in fact, I was saying to, um, I was going to say something to Lorena. I said, I have one more that I didn't give it to her, which is a macaroon, a, a, a coconut macaroon, Ooh, that is really easy to make. And we could make it, you know, in-house people walk in and it's going to smell like street food in Thailand. Yeah, I've created, that was always my idea all along. While I was in India, occasionally Lorena would write and say, we need something new. And, you know, my mind is like, Buddha, don't talk to me <laughs> or saffron. <laughs> I'll think of it. But since I came back, we did, we did some really wonderful dishes. And they're really, really marvelous. And I'm very proud of them because it's a little touch of different. It's like not so much of Thai, Thai food. It's more like Sumay's Thai food, you know, because my sensibility is different from Thai restaurant. We just don't cook the same old, same old. Because people taste change mm -hmm. and also people's health conscious change as well. So subsequently, we did several dishes that is really delicious, but again, taking your health into consideration. So we just created a new dish that used um, cauliflower in substitution for rice so that you can come in and not have to worry about carbohydrates. Oh, yeah. And it's wonderful. And I just did this like last week. Oh, yeah. That's if you it. guys are watching on <laughs> Facebook Live, you can see it up on the screen right now. It looks just like rice, but it's not. Right. Yeah, you it's can really also go tasty. to um, Saffron, Saffron San Diego. It's their Instagram page and check it out. It's yeah. our cauliflower, cauliflower rice. Does it have a, a special name? I, a crazy I, don't, name? I don't do names. No, no, no they didn't got, ask me to give got. a crazy name. <laughs> I, I would have come up with something really crazy, but I think Lorena said, no, no, no more crazy name. <laughs> well, that's too bad. Maybe next one when I'm going to create it. The only one would give her the recipes if I could create a crazy name. Otherwise, I won't give Sorry, her like crazy. Sorry, David. Maybe I'll do something Mexican Tibetan. What yeah, do you think? something like that. Yeah. That, that would be good. nice. <laughs> and I know you you kept a lot of this, you know, most of the same employees as well. We did. You go in there and you see all the same faces. 
and that's a comforting thing as well. You know, when you go to a restaurant and they know you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's always yeah. great. No, we have very good crew. Yeah. And and they love the restaurant. You see, that's they do. That's the difference, I think, from many other restaurants in town, is that when you have employee who loves to come to work, it makes a huge difference. Right. Especially when there's no electricity, when the toilet breaks, you know? <laughs> when they, stuff goes bad and they still want to come exactly, to Exactly. When there's no chicken coming in, <laughs> you <can't> do something. <laughs> what are we going to sell today? Uh, <laughs> if we don't have any chicken. Right. Yeah, so next you, door. I think they make really good ceviche. <laughs> substitute for ceviche. <laughs> Um, so in, in the location that the Karina's, um, ceviche is right now, mm-hmm. um, you said they, there's still the chicken yeah, machine. So we, is it yeah, still? we still have the, the chicken machine and we actually make the burritos that we sell for Karina's are now the, the chicken from oh. Rotisserie Chicken. Oh. Really good. Really? Yeah. I didn't They're, know that one. <laughs> yeah. They're delicious. That's fantastic. Yeah. I was always wondering what was going to go into that space because yeah. it's such a, it was such an interesting space. Set up, you know, yeah. you guys used to come out the front. <laughs> That's <laughs> you know, right. Like, you know. could order from both sides. Schizophrenic. I think and mentally ill, you know. <laughs> like two personalities hey, here. You just made it, you know, yeah, it was, yeah. you made it work, made yeah. it do what it needed to what do, What is so right? unique about our chicken is that after 30, 32 years, people still come back to want to eat it mm-hmm. because it tastes so much like comfort food to them. They just remember the right. taste and they'll come back. Mm-hmm. They'll eat it after being gone, like move to San Francisco or something. They come back and they want to eat saffron chicken. That's the and first thing. It. Yeah, the first thing they do is say, hey, <laughs> it tastes the same. I'm back to San Diego. Yeah. So, you know, it's that's really mm-hmm. a great compliment. Yeah. 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 I get that all the time as well. People coming in, oh, this is the first my first stop. I just landed and I live in Ranch Santa Fe. But now I see you guys have a... Karina's, so they they take to go when they they take saffron and Karina's, good, which is great. Great, yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems like such a such a perfect landing for such a great partnership. You know, yeah. like yeah. like yeah. I'm just it's I'm kind of in awe because it's not you don't I don't see that you know like I've been in this business for a while and I don't you know you don't necessarily have that same connection. I feel like when mm-hmm. you, someone sells something, so yeah. yeah, sometimes things are meant to be right, right. Well, you yeah. know, it's more than business. That's what it is. I think mm-hmm. that that's a lesson that anybody who wants to do this have to learn. You can't just sell it for money because right. it won't work. You have to sell it for more than that. And if the person you want to sell it to can look you in the eyes and you feel really good looking back to his eyes, and then you know this going to be more than just getting a check. Yeah. You know what I mean? That he would be a good steward of whatever you have created. Right. Because, you know, selling a restaurant or selling any of the business is like giving up a part of yourself. Yeah. And so it's like finding an adopted mother, you know, and you have to really feel that somebody would look after it with kindness and with love. And I just lucked out. I really did. Yeah. Well, it was, I think it was meant to be. I mean. Yeah. Good things I'm, happen to good people, yeah. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great compliment. Yeah. Thank I you. Don't, I, don't, I don't really believe that things just like happen. You know, like happenstance. I think that there are certain things are meant meant to happen. You know, <laughs> you're meant to partner in this way and everything. So um, I do want to hear what you have in for going on in the future. You mean me? Yes. Well, <laughs> you mean you. personally? <laughs> <laughs> well, what was so... Oh. Yeah, so what was... Where, what do you, how do you want to use your time? 
Well, I have always told all my friends that whenever you see broccoli, think of me because <laughs> <laughs> because I'm living. I am living most of the time now in a monastery in India. I am studying Tibetan Buddhism. I live with 400 monks. I'm probably the only woman a woman there most of the time, and. I don't do something. People say, what do you do there all day? And this is the first lesson of why I went there. It's not to do, but to be. And it was a very difficult switch for me, but I felt that at my life uh, path, at 72, I probably have another good 30 years if I, if I live like my papa. Um, and I want to do something with those time. Besides just worrying about chickens and employees, which is a great mm -hmm. gift for me. But now it's time for me to do something else. And that is so much of, you know, not so much of doing something for me. I'm an instrument to do something else. And that place, again, came out of it someplace unexpectedly. I didn't plan to go there and live there. It just happened to fall on my, on my plate. And it's a huge blessing. And all the knowledge and all my life experience about food, about vegetables, about eating well, are all serve me well. Because, you know, monks there don't eat very well. They don't eat very well. Uh, most of them came from Tibet and they ate a different diet and they ended up in India. And they, they ate the same food they lived, you know, they ate in Tibet, which is not good for them when they live in India. And so I'm slowly, I don't impose myself on them, but I feel that in some way it's also my mission to try to help maintain healthfully way of living for them as well because they're giving me an immense amount of um, joy and peace that I cannot repay them with anything except perhaps just being there to help if I can. So I am spending most of my time in India, living in a monastery, uh, my little monk, my monk's son, I kind of adopted him. The first thing he did was to give me a router in my room. <laughs> so I'm, I'm Wi-Fi connected, <laughs> which is, I don't know, a good thing or bad thing, but it's there. So I, I can communicate. And I did, you know, with Lorena. So I'm not that far away from Saffron electronically. Mm -hmm. And physically, I can't be there. But with all this wonderful electronic equip technology, like the way you've done here at Specialty Produce, where you could use all the technology to help enhance, you know, whatever um, problems you want to solve and to solve it, it's there. And so in, in many sense, you know, I'm not that far away um, from Saffron. Physically, I'm not there, but I could be on Skype and we could fix things, you know, they could show me whatever they wanted to be fixed. And, you know, with limited time, I would give to that, but I'm not going to spend all my time worrying about it. But I do have that connection. And so I think that David and his family gave me a great gift. I'm so forever grateful to be able to do this at the latter part of my life. And um, it's a a very, very good, joyful time for me. And I feel very, very lucky indeed. And so thank you, David. We're very lucky to have you. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy that you get to <laughs> experience that. And 
because I mean, coming from from knowing you as a doer, <laughs> just you know, like the lessons you must be learning about just being are probably very intense. <laughs> yeah, and it's a good one. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. That is good. Life is good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, David, what do you see as the future um, for Karina's and Saffron? So, currently, we are um, open to open to the idea of opening new locations for both the Karina's and Saffron. Um, it's been uh, we spent a lot of time just trying to get Saffron down to where we're comfortable, and it's taken us some time because it's something new to us. But we feel that we are now at a point where we could o- open other locations, be it that we find the the right one. And uh, all of those things we take into consideration if Sumay would be okay with a location. and Because in, in reality, it's still her, the essence of her, and she's our partner, and mm-hmm. and we want her to be happy as well. Uh, and it's, we haven't found the right location yet, but, but we are looking. But you are looking. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's. That's a fun thing for the future, yeah. <laughs> so um, where, can you tell us where the current locations are for Karina's? So for Karina's, we're in uh, Otay Ranch Mall in Chula Vista. We're in Bonita, uh, Bonita, in Bonita and uh, National City, the, the Mission Hills location, and we have another location in uh, Encinitas. Fantastic, um, yeah. So you guys have a, quite a few places and we also have an Italian restaurant called Savoie, which is also oh, at yeah. the Otay Ranch Mall and Saffron and Mission Hills, obviously. Oh, yeah. Check those <laughs> out, guys. Let me know. Um, and you can find more information on Karina's at com. They also have Instagram, Karina's Seafood, and then SaffronSanDiego.com um, and Saffron San Diego on Instagram where you can see all the pictures and everything. And I know Saffron... Um, also has the online ordering that I use all the time, which is amazing. I know. <laughs> yeah, we we started that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I started that before we I sold the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I, because you know, people habit change and your lifestyle change, and everybody's so busy. You know, <laughs> I know. Busy, busy, busy. <laughs> like Bob. You know, he ordered like two hours before time, then he go there and just <laughs> double park, and somebody bring in the food. <laughs> you know, you kind of have to adjust to that. And I, I'm really pleased that it's working out and really give people the comfort to know that they're not going to starve, you know, and go home and <laughs> <laughs> not eat a banana or a bowl of cereal. They're going to have really good food, you know? Yes, yeah. definitely. That's what yes. we're doing, serving yep. really good food. Exactly. Healthy, too. Healthy. No guilt, you know? You eat and you say, oh, I just did something good for myself. We ate this really good food. It's delicious, and it's going down there. It's going to make me so healthy. (laughs) I don't have to go to the gym tomorrow and work it out. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's definitely, I mean, you can go. Whenever I'm starting to kind of feel a little bit under the weather, I always want to go. I just want some spicy soup. That's yeah. right, you know, but you know? In, so in, in, in the fall, we mm-hmm. have these people that walk in there. I had to tell them to stand very far away because they're contagious, but they're there. <laughs> <laughs> she does tell them. Give me some, you know, thumb yum and extra chicken noodles, please. And it's like sick. <laughs> yeah. Don't come near us, you know. We'll give you the food, but go away. We'll, we'll take it to your car. Yeah. Like, give you extra ginger and go home, go to sleep. Yep. You know, yeah, yeah. We are known for that. We are really, I mean, our food does make a big, huge difference when you don't feel well. You know, a lot of people who um, have pay- family in the hospital at UCSD, yeah. oh. they will come and buy yeah. the food from Saffron to feed 
to their families who are patients there, and they themselves eat it because it it, it, is it does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how I got to know him. He was coming over to eat healthy yeah. food. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. So thank you guys both, um, Sumi and David, for thank coming you in for the today. opportunity. Um, it's really great chatting with you guys, and I'm excited to go try out um, more of the Karinas. I think I've been to the National City Karinas. Oh, nice! Quite a few years ago, because <laughs> I remember this—the pink and the blue. I'm yeah. like a big color person, so. <laughs> you know, and you have that memory. But that's—I feel like the same with saffron. It's really bright and yellow now, <laughs> you yeah. know. So it's like you yeah, have it's kind of orange, like your name. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys for coming in, um, and you guys can check out more information on DineLocalSD.com. Please sign up for our email list um, for ongoing offers, and then follow us on DineLocalSD um, on our Instagram. And then you will also be able to see um, how to be able to follow Karina's and Saffron on Instagram as well. Thank you guys for coming in. Thank, thank you for you. having us, and thank you, Sumay, for um, being our great business partner. And fun. <laughs> Thank you. Remember, have you fun have in to, India. Yeah, have fun I don't in know India. No, fun is the right word, but I would do. I just, might go busy. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so. I need some inspiration. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> go to France instead. <laughs> boring. Oh. <laughs> Not boring. Interesting research. Remember? <laughs> oh yeah. Next time we all meet up, we should have. Um, our research down. Yes. Okay? <laughs> Share our research with each other. What we learned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Right. Thank you. Very much. You're welcome. Now it's time for you to go to Saffron because it's late. I know. You're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and also Karina's. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Have some soup and some ceviche. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs>